not only that, but I, I can't remember the, the exact number off the top of my head. I think it's something like $18 billion a month is going to be taken out of the economy because of student loan payments. So that that's also going to have an effect on the economy and every almost every economist and most of the like the stock market guys that I know they're basically bracing for a recession and they're basically saying we're already in a recession it doesn't feel like it but we are so they expect a lot of pain potentially stock market going down at the end of this year but this gives you know if you're a politician this gives you perfect ammo it's like well see student loan payments started like that's the cause of the recession it's like no 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 right. It's gonna happen anyways, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> because interest rates got jacked up, mortgage rates right. are through the roof, homes are unaffordable. Like, all right, we have a special episode today. Joe Ranky, you might know that name. He's around in the ether sphere, Twitter sphere, Facebook sphere, Instagram sphere. Uh, you're definitely gonna know Fitbucks. That's his uh, his company, and what he does is, um. You'd say he's in finance, but to me, he's a translator. I don't know what these words mean a lot of times. I know a little bit, I'm not an idiot, but then sometimes I read some of these things about loans and finance and investing, and I'm like, I don't, I know a lot of these nouns, but I don't know what they actually mean when you put two of these things together. And then what does it mean mean? What does it mean to your life, to your finances, to your, you know, your check, your loans, can I buy a house? Like all these things that I quite literally didn't learn in school. So uh, I want to thank Joe for coming on. He's always just a wealth of, of information. Uh, I joke with him when I say, hey, whenever something like this comes up in the news, I read like the first two paragraphs on MSNBC. And then I just like sort of go to Joe's Facebook group or his you know Twitter account. I'm like, what does it mean mean? What does Joe think about this? So that's the kind of guy he is. So listen to him about what's happening in the next 30, 60, 90 days in terms of your loans. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pause for dramatic effect there because Things are coming. Dun, dun, dun. They're coming. Here's a question for you as I slip into a live read. Did you like that radio segue? Uh, would adding an additional $290 per patient per quarter help your business? Remote therapeutic monitoring can do that. It can do that. That's good for your finances. Uh, it improves patient outcomes, reduces provider frustration, and improves your, uh, improves your clinic revenue. Though all those things are good. Find out how to get started with RTM. Go to physiotech.ca. They're in Canada. That's why it's a .ca. Physiotec. And our friends at MW Therapy, they deliver modern all-in-one outpatient PTEMR with the built-in patient portal, marketing automation, and billing features you want at a great value. MWTherapy.com, where switching your EMR is easy. And the last one, I promise, this is how we get, you know, get to keep the show on the air, is these this organization right here, ATI. One of the leaders in clinical research within the PT profession, with more than 900 of their clinics placing in the 100th percentile in CMS's MIPS program for the second consecutive year. Hit ATIPT.com if you want to join their team. That is ATIPT.com. Finance insight coming now. Joe Ranke, let's start this show. Let me do the big fancy intro. In three, two, one. Joe Ranke back on the show. We'll just call you Fitbucks guy because I feel yeah. like... People are like, who's Joe? I don't know Joe. I'm like, Fitbox? Like, oh yeah, no, I know that guy. I know that. <laughs> How are you, man? Doing good, doing good, doing good. I was joking around with some people yesterday. I did a, a quick live chat on Tuesday, um, but I had a small operation Tuesday morning, so I wasn't supposed to be doing anything. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta jump on and do this because I'm getting a lot of questions about this. And I jump on and I'm about halfway through it. And I was just like, <laughs> Like, really? Wow. So I like abruptly ended it, got sick, ran off, 
Oh man, so I'm sorry I feel to hear that. Better today than I did on Tuesday. <laughs> well, you know, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than that. But yeah. um, uh, before we hit record, I was mentioning, I'm like, hey, uh, when something comes across a news feed, an email, an update, a newsletter, something about loans that has anything to do with me, because we are all the center of our own worlds, right? We're the leading character in our all of our own movies. Um, I'm like, okay, loans, I got those, still working on them. Uh, and here's this thing that's coming. I, I sort of don't, I like read the first two paragraphs and then I'm like, I'm just gonna go look what Joe, cause he, you're, you're gonna filter it, is what I'm, you're gonna explain it like I can understand it. I'm like, that person on MSN or whatever website, I just like, cool, you got my attention, but I'm gonna go to Joe now. So there's some things out there in the in the ether or in the, in the, in the near to, to, to mid future um, that's coming up. People who've had loan repayment on hold, that hold is we're pushing the play button. No more pause is what I'm understanding. Number one is that that's, you're nodding. So I'm saying, okay, that is true. We've confirmed that, right? Oh, yeah. What, now, my second question is super open-ended. What's that mean? What do we do? What's <laughs> that mean? No, help me. So for the longest time in terms of repayment, nobody knew what it meant because right. the, the CARES Act was supposed to end just underneath President Biden. It's been extended eight times. Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and and the thing about the administration that they've done with student loans on everything is they wait till like the last minute to tell you. So every single time, it's been like two or three weeks before they yeah like, that yeah, deadline hits, and it's like we're going to extend this, and it's like you know a week prior they're going to tell you they're they're not extending it, and then all of a sudden it's extended. And it's like so that that's what's been happening for the last three years. Um, and there's a bunch of lawsuits coming down that restart the payments again and all that type of stuff. But in the, the debt ceiling and negotiations, they, they started with a bunch of stuff. They took most of it out, but what was remaining was student loans are guaranteed to basically restart 60 days uh, from the signing of that. So that was last week. And so student loans will start in August and then your first payment, what that means is the first payment is due at the end of August, early September. Um, and so that's when repayment starting. So we know it's restarting, like the bill was signed. It revoked the powers from the government or from the president and revoked the powers from the Department of Education. Um, so, yeah, and then it's not going to happen again because a lot of people are like, oh, well, you can just extend it again by executive order. It's like, yeah, no, I, that's that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, admittedly an amateur, but uh, I know enough. I know enough to go, hey, I feel like we are a tennis ball in this game and we ain't holding the racket, right? No. So there's this thing, right? I get a job, you get a job. That's fine. But these people who hold the tennis rackets, they get jobs by getting other people to like them and vote for them. Could this be a could this be a chip again? Like, is there a like a I mean, I guess there's always a chance. But like, do you, what do you feel? So I, I don't, I mean, we're going into a presidential election year next year. That's what I mean. Okay? Yeah. So I, I thought that they were going to push it off the next year. Right. And then turn around and blame Republicans saying, see, you have a monthly payment because of them. Right. They could still do that because uh, that pain's going to be getting hit at the end of this year. And that is the right. election cycle. It starts about a year beforehand. So they're going to start being able to go out saying, you know, for if it was up to me, there was no student loan payment. Like everybody right. was doing great. Not only that, but I, I can't remember the, the exact number off the top of my head. I think it's something like $18 billion a month is going to be taken out of the economy because of student loan payments. So that that's also going to have an effect on 
the economy and every almost every economist and most of the like the stock market guys that i know they're basically bracing for a recession and they're basically saying we're already in a recession it doesn't feel like it but we are and so they expect a lot of pain potentially stock market going down at the end of this year but this gives you know if you're a politician this gives you perfect ammo it's like well see student loan payments started like that's the cause of the recession it's like no 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 right. Was going to happen anyways, right? Right, right. right <laughs> because right. interest rates got jacked up, mortgage rates right. are through the roof, homes are unaffordable. Like th this isn't. But again, they're not catering to, to to people that you know dive deep into this stuff because most people don't understand it, right? So correct. That's like, oh, that's what they said. That's the reason. And guess what? Like market went down and repayments started. Yeah, I guess that's right. Right, right. Um, Causation, correlation, all that. Yeah, you know, oftentimes I talk about like the housing crisis in two thousand and eight. Right. And the politicians are up on their soapboxes talking about the banks did this and the banks did that. But what they don't talk about is that for the previous like eight years before that, they were suing banks for not lending right. to those to that demographic or those low income borrowers or whatever it is. And now that yeah. they are, you're you're suing them again. Like so th there's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes. But yeah, you're always is. right. It's to me it's it's political, I think. They're not going to push it out again. I think this gives them enough, enough ammo for that demographic that they're targeting for that message. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's starting. <laughs> I, I signed up for this thing, I don't know, six, eight months ago that said something about a percentage of my loan being forgiven, yada, yada. Uh, where'd that email go? Uh, did someone read that? And is Went that into happening? The ether. What, what's going on with that? Was that just deleted? What, what's going on with that? Yeah, that what you're referring to is a ten thousand dollar loan forgiveness. It's you, if you had Perkins loans, it's twenty thousand um, dollars. Basically, we should find out about that here soon from the Supreme Court. Um, if the Supreme Court says yeah, they can do it, then you'll have ten or twenty thousand dollars forgiven. Uh, for most PTs and most people in healthcare, it's not going to even really matter because, I mean, ten or twenty grand off of you know, 150, 100, 200 grand, especially if you're on an income driven repayment plan, it doesn't help you at all. Um, so I guess it does help you if you're paying off your loans, but for a lot of people, it doesn't. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I've been saying that from day one. Um, I have been shocked in the past uh, about the, some of the Supreme Court rulings. I, I just don't see this. I mean, they could turn around and say the person that's suing doesn't have legal standing which right. could be a legit argument. Um, but in terms of it actually being legal, it's like one of those things where it's like, this isn't legal, but we have no way of stopping it. Got it. Like that's the only way I can see the Supreme court saying, yeah, like this is upheld. I think it's a low probability. There's some people out there saying, Oh, well he can do it another way. Um, and I think that would be challenged too. Um, again, does he do that before the election? We'll see. Maybe um, the thing is, is that he might not need to like the the new repay program, like I'll, I'll touch on that more later. But the new repay program that he put forward that's in play right now, it's so generous, especially for undergrads and essential. It is free education. Um, and I can't remember the number off the top of my head, but it's like something like if you make less than sixty thousand dollars a year, you're basically your payments are zero dollars a month. Like. Mm -hmm. So in essence, that is actually more important than the $10,000 all forgiveness is coming out. And I think that's going to be challenging in court too. I think it's like one thing at a time is what the Republicans are going after. 
I think that's the next shoe to drop on that one. Um, but that's that new repay program. It, it, like I said, it's basically free. Um, you know, we ran a scenario yesterday for somebody that's making $80,000. A monthly payment would be $125 a month. Wow. Yeah. So I think that one has more chance of getting enacted than the 10 K or 20 K loan forgiveness. But yeah, that <laughs> just, just feels more like a tennis ball, man. Here's this thing. Look at this. Look at this. Now we're going to bat it, bat it back and forth. Have you watched for a while? Meanwhile, yeah. we're doing something in the background anyway. Yeah. Right, so when, when was that put out again? Oh, that's right. Right before the election. Yeah. Uh, right before the shock. midterms. Huh. <laughs> so, um, whatever. We're, you know, summer. Now we're going to just treat summer like it's our spring break, right? Because the, the big, bad, gloomy things coming at the in August, right? What should someone do now? We're recording on June 8th. If someone's listening to this from June 8th to, to August, what are some things that people can do to set themselves up to be in the best possible position that they yeah. can? start preparing i mean you don't want to wait till august or september because if something does happen and you call your loan servicer it's going to be like a 12-hour wait huh. like it's it's going to be crazy like so what are you calling them for to prepare the set up the payments or like yeah like set up payments correcting their mistakes that type of stuff like people they want to be able to talk to someone they don't feel comfortable doing it over the computer like that type of stuff and especially for example on the income driven repayment plans they make mistakes on the payments all the time. Really? And so you can expect one payment and all of a sudden the payment comes in and it's too high. And it's like, well, wait a second. And then you're stuck on hold with them for 12 hours. And you don't have that money until it gets fixed, which could be a long time. That is that is correct. So we've started taking a bunch of phone calls already with Fitbucks just to start building it into the financial plan so people can make adjustments to their financial plan too. Because all of us are used to not having payments, right? So now it's like, okay, well, I got this payment coming in. What do I have to do to get ready for this? Uh, what should my expectation be? Like yeah. if I'm on an income during payment plan, if I'm going on like an extended standard plan and making prepayments and that type of stuff, what does that look like? Should I be looking into refinancing? Because uh, refinance rates are pretty high now, actually. Um, but that a possibility? What should I look for if I don't do that now? Should I do it in the future? You know, all that type of stuff. It's like you said, it's real. It's happening. Right. Um, you know, and. It seems like, oh, well, August, that's ways away. No, that's it's, two months. It's right around. Let's the not month. wish the summer away because I'm just getting warmed up here uh, in oh, yeah. state New York. I can't go outside, though, even if it is warm because I got wildfire smoke. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about two different kinds of people real, real quick. A mm -hmm. student who has not yet graduated but might be getting ready to. Mm -hmm. And then next, I want to talk about someone like me, someone who's graduated and you're working. How do they, what, what do they do with fit bucks? Like walk me through like, Hey man, this guy, Joe sounds like he knows what he's doing. Cool. I'm going to set up a call. What's the next one, two, three steps that we'll start with the student who's maybe preparing to graduate. Yeah. Those students that are preparing to graduate. We actually, it's funny you bring that up. Um, if you're listening to this and you want this in your, in your program, by the way, like we just started. Did you come to schools and you explain the stuff that we don't li oh, yeah. quite literally don't get taught in school? Yeah, we do a workshop right before they graduate. But some of the schools have asked us to actually roll out the entire financial so smart, dude. curriculum. So smart. Yeah. So that, we just implemented it this summer with three programs already. We just rolled it out. We got another 20 that are coming on board. So like UNLV, Mary Baldwin, UTEP, like they're actually putting a financial wellness curriculum in their program. So we, we, uh, we, we have to stop saying they didn't teach us this in school. They're going to be like, <laughs> it was right there. It was in the yeah. last, it was in this semester. There it yep, is. And they're making it mandatory. Like Good. That's go great. Years. So, uh, but if your school doesn't offer that and your program doesn't offer that, you could just come on. Um, for students, I recommend coming on like a month or two before you graduate 
and sign up to start saying, hey, what do I need to do to prepare for this and start building your financial plan then? And so that's one stage. And then the second stage is in your grace period. Like once you graduate those first six months after graduation, like once you get your job and you know what your income is, come on because now you can actually build out your entire financial plan so because now you've got that variable locked in at least that it yeah exactly when you're when you're a student and you still don't have a job you, you can still use the technology because you can go in and say okay well job a is comparing is like offering me this salary with this retirement package um and i can compare different jobs using the technology to see what the real impact is on my finances or if I'm going to be moving to a different zip code, for example, like I'm in XYZ oh. program, but I'm moving, we have all the cost of living data for every zip code in the country. So the plans can adjust and you can say, okay, I live in Nashville, Tennessee right now. And I'm getting a job offer for 75 grand, but San Jose job is offering me 96 grand. What's the difference? And you can actually see the impact of the cost of living and everything. So that's what we do for like students. And then once you're in your grace period and you've got that income, it's like, go now. Um, once you're in repayment and everything, it's a full on financial planning technology now. So we not just do the student loans, but you could tie in and saying, OK, well, what student loan plan do I go into? How does it affect things like buying a house? How much should I be saving? What should I be prioritizing in terms of goals? How do I accomplish those goals, paying off car loans, whatever it is, credit card debt? And then once you say that's the plan, you can click implement and you can track the whole plan to make sure you're doing it all. Um, and then you have a coach too. So when you have, when you have questions like you, like I said earlier, do you want to call a loan servicer? Well, a lot of people call us first and say, Hey, like, this is what's happening. Should, what should I ask? Yeah. Or they email us. Like they say, Hey, this is, is this right? It's like, no, yes. Ask this, ask that, whatever it is. Um, and so those are kind of the three stages that we, that we work through. Um, and you know, those people that have already graduated, this is a big one for some of the listeners that have already graduated. Um, you might be married, for example, and looking to go and we're on an income driven repayment plan and you thought repayment was starting. So you're trying to figure out if, you know, filing separately versus jointly, like we can help you figure out which one's better. But not only that, if you filed separately in the past, anticipating student loan payments and they never came because student loans didn't start, you can actually amend your old tax returns and get a oh. tax refund back from 2020 and 2021 right now. Wow. And so that's the service. We're actually beta testing that service right now to roll that out as like a separate service because it's an accounting service that we got to do all the software with and everything. Um, so, yeah, you'll probably see that if, if you follow us, you'll probably see some some news on that coming out here soon. But those are things that's just free money sitting there. It's like, yeah, go right. get it. Like some of the beta tests, one of the beta tests I just did on that, the person just sent us their tax returns. We, we did what's called a 1040X and it back. They're getting a $948 from the government. Like, Take it. Yeah, it's like fantastic. Great. Um, so those are all the things you could be basically doing right now, different stages, student, new grad, already, you know, been out a few years. It doesn't matter. You could still, you know, set up your plan, get some money back potentially on the IDR stuff and, and go from there. I love it. All right. Uh, parting shot today. What would it be uh, for the audience focused on all things that Fitbucks takes, uh, takes charge of? What would your parting shot be? Yeah. Uh, take action, really. Um, you know, what I see a lot of times is people are like, oh, well, I'll wait till student loan repayment starts. And then student loan repayments are starting. And it's like, oh, well, I'm going to be buying a house. I'll wait till after that. Uh, and then I need to buy a car. And then I'm pregnant. And then I'm this. And right. then it's, I'm 55 years old and oh shit, I don't have any money. Um, so, so don't wait. Like, get on top of this stuff now. Oh, yeah. Like, I always say it. 
you know, why did I start doing this stuff? It's because I, I would see the 55 and 60 year olds hitting that oh shit moment. And for them, it's too late. It's too late, right. Like these decisions that you make right now, like I, I just, again, I'll give you one more example. Like I just helped someone, they were gonna buy a house immediately right now when they had car loans and then student loans kicking back in. And we built that financial plan for her, showed her what happened, she'd be in an okay situation. But then I said, we'll wait three years to buy the house, pay off the car loan first, and then buy the house after that. So that way you have that extra $500 every month, either pay off your mortgage or invest. The difference in at her retirement was $1.2 million just by waiting three years. It's like, so you don't wanna just go in and making these these reactions. It's like start planning now, because it can literally mean hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars. Over time. So plan and start planning now <laughs> all right if someone is sitting there right now going okay they're not they're nodding to a podcast which is weird don't nod to a podcast you gotta do we can't see you we can't hear you right where should someone go to talk to joe fitbox.com just click join now sign up all right. uh, build your profile like i said we we encourage everybody once you sign up to schedule a call through fitbox coach make sure you're setting up everything right you can answer get your questions answered you don't have to you can just use the technology to fill everything but we recommend still calling a Fitbus coach just to make sure everything is set up correctly. Sounds good. Links in the show notes as well. Joe, appreciate you jumping on and helping us navigate this freaking tennis match that we always feel like we're in. I feel like I always know like 2% of what actually is going on, and I'm like, I'll figure out the rest. But will yeah. I? I don't know if I will. I, I'm winging this. Don't wing it. Uh, Joe, thanks so much for the input, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Like what you hear? Tell a friend or leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. The show today is brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology, as well as a neurologic OT fellowship, a competitive OMPT fellowship, and a speech therapy clinical fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. PTPinecast.com. Created by Build PT. Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting. Providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at BuildPT.com. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.